0: Man.
1: Hello. Hello. Sorry, Riker man's yelling now.
0: They're all yelling. Oreo was yelling because Garrus was in his seat.
1: But <laughs> Riker's just like rocking their house, going meow,
0: meow, 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 meow,
1: meow. And it's like stop. Welcome back to Sci-Fi Cross-Sections, a weekly podcast dedicated to everything science fiction. It's me, your sci-fi boy, Colin Brandon, and with me tonight is... Mark Botker.
0: I am Ben Young.
1: And tonight we are talking about the 2020 sci-fi Netflix release, uh, The Midnight Sky. The Midnight Sky was directed by George Clooney. Written by Mark L. Smith, based on the book Good Morning Midnight by Lily Brooks Dalton. Uh, the movie is starring George Clooney, Felicity Jones, David Oyelowo. Did I say his name right?
0: Uh, Oyelowo?
1: Yeah. Oyelowo. Sorry, David. Uh, Tiffany right. Boone. Damien Beecher.
0: Damien Dem- Beecher.
1: Okay. Thank you. Maybe. Kyle Chandler and Kaolin Springall
0: yeah I think it's Kaolin I think that's how you pronounce that ah
1: okay anyways um yeah quick notes Uh, the budget was 100 million dollars good lord Uh, the box office was (laughs) 62,557 putting an asterisk there because this movie literally released just as the pandemic was going to hit the United States yeah um, it did have a theatrical release, but uh, very limited, and uh, was released on uh, Netflix later that year.
0: Netflix definitely paid them some money. Uh, they definitely did not pay them 99938000 So,
1: yeah, I think we could chop um, this up as a loss. Netflix later revealed that this film has been seen by 72 million households.
0: Yeah, that's that's not surprising.
1: It's a pretty decent number.
0: Well, it came out around Christmas, which helped it a lot, being yeah. a Christmas movie. Like, you know, that many people saw The Irishman that time, too, but no one actually watched The Irishman. It was just on.
1: <laughs> uh, that's basically yeah, how we sum up much. The Midnight Sky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Uh, before we get into it, Ben, what is The Midnight Sky about?
0: Oh, great question. After humanity, led by Dr. Augustine Lofthouse, sends dozens of manned exploratory missions to investigate distant habitable planetoids, an apocalyptic event renders Earth uninhabitable. Ether team, the only manned mission to survive, is on their way back with no knowledge of what happened. So Augustine races against time to warn them before it's too late. Also, his daughter is on that ship. It's the Midnight Sky. <laughs> <laughs> My Man, you really said was... the
2: Midnight Sky with the... You know, existential dread that the movie gave me. So,
0: my description was more interesting than this, than this flick. I think. I guess I have, that
2: was. It's probably, no, it's,
1: okay. It's, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say right off the bat, there were things about this movie that I enjoyed. Uh, I thought these sets looked really pretty on the space side, side of things. Um, knowing now that they actually filmed all of the cold scenes in Iceland up on a glacier. Hmm. That's pretty neat. Probably where most of the budget went. Um, boring as fuck though. Yeah. Even during the I, action scenes, I was like, "Uh,
0: okay. I'll I'll give a full disclosure for the sake of our uh of our listeners. I I I was doing work while watching this cuz I've I've had a very busy few days. Um but I I every once in a while it would pull my attention. And even then, it I was like, wow, this is a really boring movie. Like, I was glad I had something to do during it, or else I probably would have fallen asleep.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, it was boring, and there was, like, broken up by brief moments of, like, crazy adrenaline action. But, in some cases, that action didn't actually serve any purpose in the movie. Um, Like the Icelandic uh trailer sinking into the ocean
2: that
1: There's year. a lot
0: of this there's a lot of this that I want to uh, there's just a lot to call bullshit on in this movie I guess is my real big problem with it like him falling into the water he's on he's so that's like uh, they yeah they filmed on a glacier but that's supposed to be like a mountain he had said
2: yeah. and
0: um because they obviously wouldn't build a satellite on a glacier. That's an expensive mistake. Um, (laughs) And they, so he he was on a mountain in the middle of like, what I would guess is like a nuclear winter. And then he falls into the water and then walks his way. No, you freeze, you freeze solid when that happens. Like you need to be dragged at that point. Yeah. Um, you
2: you turn into a Tom and Jerry block of ice with a human in it.
0: Yes, the, the, one of the few non exaggerations from the from those cartoons. Um, and and a lot of the space stuff was really just dumb. They put they they really like they really spent a lot of money putting some of the dumbest people I've ever seen in space. Right.
2: <laughs> um. How do you mean?
0: these people were idiots they why? were all idiots why like the, the whole singing like a sweet caroline thing while they're out in the middle of unmapped space um in a very dire situation and i get like they're. it's like a, oh let's keep the let's keep it all light and happy but that was a very dangerous situation as they were about to find out um they should have had they should since they had no radar they should have had someone keeping a visual watch to ensure that there's going to be no issues there's there were so many things that there could have been where it was just like i feel like i could write better sci-fi in my sleep because unless the point was to make them idiots i don't know
2: (laughs) yeah i kept expecting uh something bad to happen just because Oh yeah, I oh, just through that whole I was whole like, scene. I'm just
1: waiting for a, a meteor to just take someone's head off.
0: That would
2: have been. I I was waiting for the classic, uh, they kept, they kept paying specific attention to the tethers, I was like, someone's gonna float off into space. Yeah, that, that would have been a, a good one, um. It happens in every movie about space, though, so I'm kind of glad they didn't do it, to be honest. Yeah, um.
1: Honestly, and, you know, now what they were talking about, uh, was it Maya was her name? Mm-hmm. The way that they handled her death, I honestly, I thought that was really well done. Yeah. With her not realizing she's injured until she's halfway back, and that you don't realize the extent of the damage because she's in a, you know, pressurized suit. Uh, so when they finally, like, open up the helmet, all the blood just comes out, I was like, that was kind of cool. Yeah. That was cool. That was, that was fantastic. I'm going to give them credit for that one.
0: But uh, let's talk about putting someone into space who has never been trained to be on a spacewalk. How about that one? That's interesting. Well, no, she was
1: trained. She just never went on one before. That was her first official one.
0: I don't understand that. They, They went a very long way away.
1: But they didn't need to go on a spacewalk, per se.
0: I mean, the space station will toss people into space just to get them used to it. If there's nothing like just to get them to on do, the station
1: they'll... for a little while. Like, right. Like, the, the, facility, they, you've been in here for a while, man. And first honestly, off, I don't speak Russian. So maybe just take a step out, please.
0: <laughs> first off, there's always something to do. There's always something to fix, especially when a ship is traveling 30,000 miles per hour through space. Also, like a, that
1: many moving parts.
0: That many moving parts there's always something to maintain so it makes sense It's like okay Maya you haven't been out there yet get your ass out there. Oh well I'll go tomorrow like we have six months till we get (laughs) to this fucking planetoid You're gonna go one of these days because if something goes wrong and you need to go out there Then we want to make sure you're ready for it. Oh, no Just gonna fucking put her in the fucking virtual room to sit there with her stupid fucking cat. I'm sorry I said I wasn't gonna talk you're not gonna talk about what? Anything.
2: <laughs> 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 oh god. I I I don't really understand why they sent out, you know, more, you know, sixty percent of the crew to do the very dangerous thing. That that caught me off guard for sure. Hey, we'll just send out our captain and the majority of our crew all at once to potentially die.
0: Yeah, I there's there's a million better ways to go about that whole scene and uh, I don't know. I um I I was especially irate at the the end when Kyle Chandler and uh whatever his name is, Demian, uh they they're like, "Yeah, well, we know we can't survive the moment that hatch patch pops open, but I really want to go to my family." It's like or- what?
1: Or they're wearing space suits and we actually get uh, the Fallout series that was supposed to be being made. That was a thing, right? It's going to be a Fallout TV show. If not, um, they should be starring both of these guys just walking around in a radiated planet. (laughs) I'd watch it. One of them's looking for his uh, family. The other one knows his family's gone. i would be great.
0: And, like, the captain just takes it. He's just like, yeah, all right, well, fine. It's like that that's your crew, dude. And most importantly, most importantly, you are the last surviving members of humanity from here on out. It if you want it's just going to be you two. What's going to how are you going to diversify that gene pool? I don't know. Like I don't I don't think they have I don't think they have, you know, reproductive like gene farms on their ship. That wasn't the point.
1: I was thinking about that. And it's always like you get the end of a species, you get two people and they're going to repopulate the species. But I'm just like, we all know that that's not healthy for a gene pool.
0: No. (laughs) Yeah. I was actually thinking. that, I was like,
1: wait, so it's just them. At least,
0: at least with those two guys, like we could, we could mix it up a little bit. We can get some, some different, different stuff going on. I don't know.
1: It's 2049. Maybe they could just mess with the, the, uh, the, the eugenics there a little bit, and uh, it's 2049, right? In the movie, I, mm, I believe so. Yeah.
0: When did they say that? In the, in the, beginning, the when beginning, George
1: Clooney's eating his breakfast. Oh. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. I, I love I love the design of the
2: ship.
1: I will say that. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I feel like that's kind of a. There's similar. You mean the outside or the inside? Both. Okay, because the outside is like you see that a lot in kind of modern sci-fi movies. It's actually like theories on how you can get artificial gravity and stuff with uh, the rotating of a part of the ship and everything.
2: Um, and I, I enjoyed the, uh, the honeycomb panels and solar nets and all that. I like that they all had their stuff. own
1: little, uh, hologram, holodeck thing. And, you know, there's these panels on the wall that come out based upon their preferences. Like, uh, Chandler's character... Uh, has a breakfast table. Uh, Maya's character, it's her on a stoop with her f- friends. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. That was a cool touch. Um, other positives for me. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Ethan Peck, just because of Star Trek Discovery. He plays Spock on there. Uh, he played the young um, Augustine Lofthouse. So uh, I thought he did, for his very limited part, was pretty good i'm actually looking forward to the star trek show he's gonna have on um was it strange new worlds so that'll be cool yep that's that's about it, that's for, my it? Pos- for my positives uh, <laughs> um i don't know george clooney's character was very predictable all throughout i he didn't develop I, at all uh, as soon as um the young iris shows up i just like look over at mark you think she's real? And He like nods to me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't think she's real.
2: And then like the just the signs kept okay. being there. Like, no, she's not
0: real.
2: I mean, obviously that lady at the beginning. Yeah, that was meant to be set up that way. But I was like, like eh, the I don't know. And everything. It just didn't. It felt like it almost felt one of those things where it's like. If this... Well, like, the first time I watched Secret Window, I was like, oh, I was... I wasn't expecting them to do what they did because I was thinking of it as written now with all of that, you know... With that... With cinema having done that twist for the last 30 years. Uh, I wasn't expecting them to do it because, you know, I'm watching it now with... With the, that having been done over and over again, so I was kind of expecting that. Like, oh, that seems too obvious for them to do that, but they they, they still did it. Um,
0: <laughs> but they still did it. You sound like so upset. They got me. I like sons of bitches. <laughs> early on, the
1: interaction between George Clooney and the young Iris, I thought was cute. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. Uh, as soon as they like go off into the great frozen unknown though i was kind of just like kind of just uh tone or what do you call it i stopped paying attention um you tuned also, out tuned out thank you i also didn't get the whole point of the dead the dying birds he's like they're flying south too soon or north too soon or something like that i'm just like okay and they were
0: breathing the air, right it was is to tell you the oh, air they were, was so
1: showing that the air was going bad. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. it was them trying to get away from the air, so they're coming north too soon, and they can't stand the coldness
0: well. Th- Midnight right. Sky does a does a wonderfully innovative thing here, where they don't tell us exactly what's happening, so we can't criticize it. <laughs> um, it's a it's a really uh, brilliant technique that more sci-fi writers should use, because the moment they start getting into sciency things, mm-hmm. uh, we catch them, but we can't <laughs> catch them here because we don't know what's going on. All we know, uh, all we get really is. Uh, George lonely says something about there was a mistake <laughs> and that's all we get from him. Um, and I'd like, I wonder George what lonely. it is.
2: That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I thought said. he it was, was saying show. that the, that the bad air had traveled North faster than he expected. Okay.
1: that That's the thing is I didn't know it was either that or they're trying to get away from the bad air. So they came up yeah. to the
2: that, cold, that air. bad, bad air,
1: that bad, bad air. Um, they mentioned Polaris, right? Mm-hmm. So they're in the north then, right? Yes. They're in the Arctic. Okay. All right. I just wanted to clarify that because I was like, hey, I could be Antarctica. It might Australian. be like in
0: uh, in Greenland or something. Or they could even just be in Iceland Iceland during the winter. Just not on a glacier. No, um, I don't think so. Because you wouldn't build that on a glacier. Or maybe you would. Maybe you were at a point where you were like, yeah, we're good. You're we just going to like... You're gonna call a uh,
1: engineer who actually builds research stations for like universities and stuff. And he's gonna be like, honestly, the benefits of building on a great glacier outweigh the uh, the negatives, man. It's act- we actually prefer it.
0: What I happens exclusively if build on
1: glaciers. Yeah. Oh. No.
0: How about that? Uh,
1: that that's that's <laughs> unlikely. Um
0: <laughs> Um yeah. Oh, go ahead.
1: Let's say other other things. I wish I could have seen more. The colony world. Kind of wish they showed a little bit more of that. I don't. I don't remember the name of it. Um, it was where their mission sent them to.
2: K twenty three or something. Yeah, something yeah.
1: like that. I thought that was pretty cool. I wish I could have seen that more.
2: Yeah. And yeah, that was just
1: filmed in Colorado after she said it's just like
2: Colorado. <laughs> That's funny. It's very pretty. I liked the um the like 3D printed uh like rails with that robot arm moving around the ship that was cool.
0: Yes, and and the I did enjoy the fact that they mentioned they they could print replacement parts for things. Um that was actually very cool and that's something that I don't think a lot of science has like science fiction has thought about yet is like putting 3D printers mm-hmm. on ships. I guess like uh, Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek. Is... Star Trek yes, no. they. No. But that's like a co- a bit of a different situation. I'm talking about like like.
2: What was that other Netflix sci-fi flop that uh the guy like printed a gun? And he started shooting people with on the
1: spaceship. Oh fuck! What was it? I don't remember. Was, that the, was th- that the one with the Cloverfield Paradox? No, yes, that yes. That was, was the really?
2: one they, they dropped like 50 million on or something.
0: God, that
1: would be fucking...
0: What a disappointment.
1: It started off so strong and then it just like...
0: I remember we talked about it because even I was like, it's just like a, a worse version of Event Horizon.
1: <laughs> you know, when I was watching this movie, I was just like, you know what would make this movie great? Like 33% more leather codpiece on a... Like, gore-covered <laughs> Sam Neill, and I think this yeah, movie would have been perfect. Eyeless. You,
0: you know, it's funny, like, I feel like at this point in sci-fi, there's no fucking room for middle ground anymore when it comes to tone, right? Like, you need to either have, like, a, a joyful and interesting sci-fi film... Or you need to full have sad like, a, full, full sad
1: Astra. Just go full
0: sad Astra, or or in, or in the case of Van Horizon, full like gore, hellscape, gore fest. Yeah, like Which we, we don't, don't actually get enough of, this, of that
1: in sci-fi anymore.
0: We don't have room for this fucking middle ground of just like it's happy, but humanity makes it sad. It could be bi- brilliant, but things are dangerous, and it's like, dude, <laughs> like it's just like. This shit is so fucking, like, 80s, you know? I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the right way of, like, terming my, like, f- putting my frustration into words here. I,
1: I, you know what? I didn't connect with the characters on the ship all that well, and I think it's because we just didn't get to know them well enough. We didn't get that, to know anyone. Well, I'm saying that movie could have been better if it was just the people on the ship and we're not actually spending so much time watching uh, George Clooney not speaking to anyone.
0: Well, that's not fair, though, because, like, look at The Martian, who, which is a brilliant film, and everyone in that movie has an arc. Everyone has a character arc, from Matt Damon on Mars, to everyone on the ship, to the people back at NASA. They all have an arc of some sort. They all develop in some way. So, like, it could be done. There's just, like, there's no development. When we meet, when we meet, um fucking uh what's his name oh god Uh, augustine he's already done he's developed you know this is the dude who opts to stay behind to tell people don't come here you know like what where else is this is left for this character to go he is he's the last man on earth at
1: the end of the world
0: he's the last man on earth and and he we we're made to believe that when he finds this little girl that this is gonna be some kind of story about him Like coming to terms with leaving his child and stuff, but he accepts her very early on So like he's already developed like we see hints of who he was in the past, but that's not an arc That's just flashbacks. Yeah, and then everyone on the ship. I Don't think anyone ha- I, I I think maybe you could you could argue that Um. I want to try and use character names Uh, Sanchez has an arc, kind of, where he sees Maya in her little thing and decides he wants to take her body home to hell on earth.
1: Yeah. Um, That's what she would have (laughs) wanted.
0: She would have wanted me to die. She fucking hated me, guys.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, Um, as the whole, like, he seemed so... Augustine seemed so um, lively, you know, at the the first time they... not the first time they showed Clooney uh, Augustine but young Augustine mm-hmm. um, when he first met um, Gene but then he became so obsessed with the whole uh, searching for searching for you know a livable planet and everything that he stopped living his life and he was so focused on that and then I th- you know the little girl got him to live life again momentarily before he died Okay. Could yes. you
1: could you make a case for uh, Kyle Chandler as Mitchell? Um, his character had development, or is that just a cop-out at the end? Say that again? Could you make a case that uh, Kyle Chandler's character had uh, development, or was that weak with,
2: uh, you know? I don't know if I'd call that... Well...
1: I kind of liked the way, I liked the way that he said, like, explain the whole thing of like, you know, we talked about this 20 years ago, we talked about the risks, but it was me taking the risks, not her and the kids at home, mm-hmm. and then he ends with, you know, I'm gonna keep my promise and I'm gonna go home, so.
2: I wouldn't call it, like, character development, though. I don't know. Yeah. No, it wasn't character development. Was, that's right. It was just information we didn't have before. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I, uh... I, I think, like, his choosing to not want to go on living and instead to go try and be with his family. I could, I, I could take that. But I didn't really get the other guy wanting to go. Unless he was using it as a veil for helping him get home just in case he could get to his family. I don't know. They didn't really make a point of that he just gave the story about his daughter and getting her home
0: none of these people had had really any more character than any of the pieces of the ship that they were on (laughs) honestly even even felicity jones once again uh outdoes her work in being an absolutely unlikable character actress
1: (laughs) you just hate felicity jones so much
0: she's not good she's not good
1: but rebellions are built on hope. That's <laughs> uh, all right. I didn't think she was that good either. Guys, can we and, just?
0: And I was just going to say, like, like I. To, so so everyone knows, so our listeners know I'm not just picking on Felicity Jones. They were all not good in this. But Felicity Jones is never good. Just wanted to make that clear. And wait, that still sounds like I'm picking on her.
1: Uh, yeah, it's okay. Um, okay. Uh, guys, I really just don't want to keep beating around the bush here, let's just get this out of the way. <clears throat> I want you to tell me if- well, I already know you guys, what you're gonna, you're gonna say, uh, in terms of it being a good movie or a bad movie, but just give me a good movie or a bad movie, and then follow it up with what kind of sci-fi it is. I'm gonna start with Morky Mork and the Funky Bunch.
2: I wouldn't ju- uh, just call it bad I guess um, but I I don't think I'll be watching it again <laughs> but it was it was very pretty and I like the design and I like seeing George Clooney do stuff so yeah uh good sci-fi as far as design goes and I did like them kind of leaving the specifics out of it just be like look it doesn't really matter the earth's dead <laughs> it's, it's happening <laughs> uh, that, was, that was that was good so I, I'd say good sci-fi um, they just didn't it suffers the same thing that so much sci-fi does really like the design was really good and they had a interesting concept and they just didn't write very good characters for this or maybe it's just I don't know it, it wasn't an ad- adaptation from a written story, so maybe it just didn't play as well uh, as the that could dialogues be. were or something. The internal dialogues or something. I don't know. But uh I don't know. Just waiting for them to make a uh a less existent- existentially depressing movie about the world dying. When they gonna uh, write like uh, a fun or world dying movie. Yeah we're gonna know. have
1: we're gonna have a fun world dying movie someday Twenty twelve like up,
2: but I, like
1: I do like how they didn't ex- they didn't explain it. It's like what happened to the world? Yeah, we fucked we fucked it up hard Wait, well what happened? We we made mistakes? What? can you tell me what happened? Look, it's done. That's in the it's past. Just, I'm just over. trying to move forward. It's, we just need to think <laughs> forward Was there a nuclear war? Mmm mm.
2: Mm,
0: okay. It sounds like Don't you're saying <laughs> nuclear war
1: mm, 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 mm. Mm. Birds are dying Right, okay, so
0: like <laughs> something in the air Radiation or something uh, <laughs> The only livable
1: place is uh, is in the Arctic Okay,
0: yep. yeah Underground, he said, right? Un- he did say
1: Ooh, underground, so
0: Yeah, okay, so nuclear war Just say it
2: I gotta go.
1: I'll see you. <laughs> Opens the door, just runs out into the, the
0: cold. The <laughs> truth essentially, is, what happened? The um, truth is, it was something much worse. Club Penguin
1: <laughs> came back. Oh God! Don't know. Uh, all right, Ben.
0: It was awful. It was very bad sci-fi. Uh, a very bad movie. No design can help it. Um, George, <laughs> man, I. I I think maybe you probably i believe you you have potential as a director i just oh don't did think... he do
1: good night good luck uh yes that's he some did. Oscar yeah yeah he right did there. yeah
0: you do have you're a great director uh i don't know if anyone's gonna let you direct again though george uh this was really bad um you george you, could
1: film like five of these movies off of his own net
0: worth yeah, that's true uh there is no character development there's no there's no arc there's a story but it's loose um there's very little science, honestly. It's just, it, it, when I was talking about it earlier, it wasn't like, like, joking it. It was like, it wasn't like, or it wasn't like, like, praising it, it was like, it was a joke. It was, it was like, we don't talk about science. Don't worry about it. World's over, just deal with it. Like, it's, it's bad. It's just a bad, bad movie.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I was bored, wasn't really intrigued. I thought there was a lot of good shots whoever the cinematographer was, did a pretty decent job. Um, apart from that, characters were boring. I mean, you could try to probably pull a little bit of, like, lessons out of there of, like, don't let your your work, you know, consume your life so that you can't have, like, you know, whatever. Um, I wouldn't go for that. But uh, that's... I think maybe you could pull that or don't spoil what you have with you know the earth whatever it it wasn't very good the sci-fi was mediocre at best unfortunately um but you know that happens sometimes you gotta spend a hundred million dollars just to realize you probably shouldn't have spent a hundred million dollars
0: can i just say since we're we got plenty of time still (laughs) um but i know we want to grab i just want to say really quick what makes it's so bad i just realized is that like this isn't tenant bad you know like tenant is bad but it tried really fucking hard and it still came out bad <laughs> like tenants fun because we can watch Tenet again and make fun of it some more whereas <laughs> this movie with a few rewrites could have been good with a f- with a little bit more work and a little bit less uh, of, like, the spectacle, and a little bit more focus on the characters and the plot, this could have been good. And that is the worst kind of bad movie, is a move- bad movie that could have been good with just a little bit more work and a little more care.
1: Uh, yeah. Honestly, I could have just done with, and you, you're going to disagree, but I could have done with, like, 70% more of this movie being about George Clooney. Sure, no, I agree with that. his uh, character, and him going through what he's going through, and trying to reach the people up in space, but we never actually see them, you know? Um, he just makes contact at the end and stuff like that. That would have been fine.
0: Yeah, like a like a solid arc. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: Or even if you, like, I don't want to point to it again, but uh, Sad Astra, the whole movie is Brad Pitt and his journey. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he meets his, his dad, you know? To me, that was good. And I would like to see, so that, that could have been better here. He has to I'm face free. his evil at the end.
2: Yeah, I don't know, I just, I always hesitate. Uh, I almost never say a movie's bad, even if I really didn't care for it too much. I just, unless I, like, specifically didn't like it, like, very pointedly, I always am like, I don't know, I wouldn't call it bad. I just never want to watch it again. (laughs) You're
0: going to be a participation trophy parent, Mark.
2: (laughs) I'm not going to be a parent. Yeah.
1: His kids aren't going to get trophies. He's not going to have any! No, um, he might. Who knows? People always say they're not going to have kids, and then they end up having kids.
0: Sometimes people slip and fall in.
1: <laughs> that's... I guess <laughs> that's how it works. Um, no, okay, so... Uh, that's all we got for you, folks. Uh, that is our take on... Uh, what is this movie called? No, it's am uh, The Midnight Sky. Which, you know what? It's kind of a shame. I was looking forward to this. It looked good in the trailers, but I'm easy... I'm pretty easy. Anyways, uh next week we're oh, talk- we're doing the movie stealth Ben. It was a fan request. Two- is this the 2005 movie stealth with Jamie Fox and Jessica Beale? It was a fan oh. request. Oh, have we, mercy. We had someone who actually was
0: like who was like, "Wow, guys, like hey, they like they cuz it was it was the episode after one of my rants about being an active An active fan of the show and like telling your friends and reviewing and stuff like that and they commented on our post and they were like Hey, uh, I'm gonna get to a review. I've been telling all my friends about it Like they were like I hear you and I want to help and I was like that's fucking awesome They're like have you guys talked about stealth yet? (laughs) And and they knew they knew what they, they knew what they were asking us to do but uh, I figured since someone out there actually cares, uh, let me look up their, their name. I will be a, a good, because it's been a while, but I'll double check this really oh quick. Give God. me a moment, I'll vamp. But I figured since someone out there actually shows that they care and that they are working to help support the podcast, that uh, we should report that, or reward that, right? Like, yeah, you know, so um, let me, I mean, I can get
1: down with stealth. Don't get me wrong. And honestly, we're probably going to enjoy it way more than the Midnight Sky, so...
0: It was Frankie. Frankie out there, if you're listening, this one's for you, babe. We're doing stealth.
1: To the moon. So look for that next week. We're going to put that in your ear holes. Um...
0: Also, heads up to all those who are paying attention. uh, In three weeks, we are doing Cowboy Bebop. So it's a series. We want to give you all... Early heads up, um so yeah, so you can watch it if oh, you need to. Well,
1: shit is—I mean, as long as we're giving people a heads up on series, you might want to get started if you haven't already seen it on uh, Snowpiercer. That's coming up in uh, next month too. So. Yeah,
0: Snowpiercer season two—we're uh we're doing on. We're uh, we doing April like a mid-season 1st? thing. It just started,
2: didn't it? Well, yeah, it'll April first—it'll be, be
0: the end of the series season at that Oh, time.
2: okay, okay,
0: yeah. We'll so be ready in time. I, I would have told them about it next week probably, but you got to Well, well it whatever. It's okay. Talking about, We're talking about Yeah, I mean Cowboy Bebop, Snowpiercer. You can do that. That's a good good lineup of shows to watch.
2: Honestly,
1: Snowpiercer did not disappoint me all that much, so I'm yeah.
0: I'm very excited to watch Snowpiercer.
1: Sean Bean. Oh,
0: come on. Oh who's yeah, on he's a regular now. i to see
1: Sean Bean. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> All right, folks, thank you for listening, and until next time.